Stephen, last episode, you had asked me a question. And being the incredible improviser that I am, I was like, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I can't help. I can't help you. You looked like, oh, I, I've been watching the like some Scott Pilgrim, the movie, and then they have that TV show, the anime on Netflix right now. Uh, I'm yeah. not going to review it today because I'm in the middle of, I'm only in the third episode. But uh, it makes me think of uh, young Neil on that. Um, someone's like, what do you, like, what do you play? Thinking like he's going to, he plays an instrument in the band and he's like, oh, wow, mm-hmm. that's a really hard question. I like Zelda and Mario. <laughs> like, that's how it felt. Like you were like, wow. Like last week you're mm-hmm. like, I don't, there's so much I want to say, but like, I don't even know where to start, you know? Yeah. I, I felt like I wanted to give a joke answer, but then I also w- wanted to like try to think back right. that we had like a new podcast set up that we're working with and i was like don't fuck this up i had like split my focus eight different ways and it was uh, generally speaking not good mm. but as it always happens as soon as we were done recording last time <laughs> i immediately thought of a song yeah and i wanted to play oh, so this excited. song for you so so your question from last time was what can you uh, uh reiterate what that would have been about a song from uh, Youth. Oh, right. Because uh, you had mentioned the B-52s, I, mentioned, right? I was like, I don't fucking know anymore. You know, you know I forget everything we do on the podcast immediately afterwards. Uh, I had mentioned Love Shack had recently uh, had a resurgence in my life, and I realized how much I love that song and had grown up with it. And it's a song that mm-hmm. I, uh, I don't talk about very often, but I fucking love. And uh, yeah, so I was looking for something you might be, you know, played over and over again as a, as in your youth or something of the sort. Yes, and the song that my brain immediately went to is a song that my mom used to play all the time. Mm. Like her, uh, she liked a lot of like Celine Dion and uh, that type of of thing. So it's very much like your type of music. Yeah, the, yeah, of course, my type. Of course, <laughs> right. um, new metal, and then Celine <laughs> and Shania Twain. That's me. Man, I do feel like a woman. <laughs> Um, but she, she really gravitated toward that type of stuff, Mm -hmm. but you know, I was just happy that she liked anything, you know, because we would have these like conversations about it and like some of the stuff I'd be like, okay, I I guess I see why you like this, but it was a lot of like adult contemporary. Oh wow. That's hard to say for Mm -hmm. me. Mm -hmm. Contemporary. Yep. I'll fix it. Fixing the edit. (laughs) No, I won't. Um, adult contemporary music from the like, uh, late nineties, early two thousands is what she gravitated toward. But one uh, band that we both ended up liking is a band called Savage Garden. Stephen, are you familiar with Savage Garden? Yes. I am so excited for where this is headed. (laughs) Stephen, I'll be honest with you. Anytime I hear a Savage Garden song, which is not like terribly often. Right. But, oh my God, it really just takes me back and like. Oh, it's an era. uh, Oh, it's a whole era. It's a movement. Right. Um, We are, I want to say strong, but that's not the case with me in particular. Um, yeah, we're just, you know, it's just like a, a fun thing to, to reflect on. Sure. Um, but one song in particular that I love from this band, uh, and uh, again, going back to your question from last mm-hmm. week, it's something that, uh, people may not associate with me and my right. music tastes now because I, I listen it. to a lot of like metal and matter of fact, my tastes are finally like morphing to where I'm like gravitating toward death metal and shit. As oh. I, my, my tastes evolve into like heavier stuff just casually listening i do have nostalgia for some like older like poppy stuff so Mm -hmm. i want to play one of my favorite savage garden songs which is called i want you are you familiar with 
this song. I don't know that I know the titles of any of their songs, to be honest. Oh, okay. But I'm excited to hear it. Oh, yeah. Instantly. You know this Hell one? Hell, yeah. Hell, yeah. It gets you right there, man. Yeah. Oh, I miss cool the 90s. Intro. Oh, yeah. This is a good one. Always, forever, Hell, yeah. We'll stick together. It's like a mashup. This is the Chicka Cherry Cola, right? Yep. Oh. Have you ever heard a rapper with greater bars? You know? <laughs> 21 Savage, take some fucking notes. You know? Dude. I fucking love it too. Let's let's listen to this for a sec. Please. Hmm. Oh. And then this chorus. Yeah. Oh yeah, we were jamming. This right is now. just this is fucking good, man. You know. Yes. Yes. That's the third chorus. Yeah. <laughs> This is just a two-piece band from Australia. Yeah. I never actually knew much about them except for their music videos, oh which God. just has two dudes in it. Just two dudes, right. yeah. Uh, one guy does the, I believe, the entirety of the music. He probably mm. works with a producer with that as well. But uh, the vocalist obviously uh, handles the uh, vocals. Oh, okay. Uh, almost lost it. Nice. And uh, I believe he's right the lyrics as well. But uh, they make a lot out of very little uh, as far as, like, number of musicians in the band. Right. But, they had a, a, quite a few bangers back in the day. Yeah, this, this is, is this the Chicka Cherry Cola? That's a different song, right? It is. Which is it also is. No, a banger. Is, no, yeah, this is that one. This is that one. See, this I told you it's one. a banger. <laughs> I thought I would have already heard it by on now. I heard that on podcast once. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh. Dude, I fucking love, like, a bridge. Mm-hmm. How we got our theme song. Wait. Here we go. Hell yeah. We got a chicken cherry cola. Dude. I don't even know if that's an actual drink. Can we get sponsored by chicken cherry cola? It's the new dream flavor. It's chicken cherry. Yeah. It's it's like uh, Chico Stick rolls up with a beverage. It's like, well, I mean, I guess. Oh, man. I I love it. What a good choice, Uh, though. Oh, thank you, thank you. The uh, the lead singer eventually uh, he came out as uh, gay, mm-hmm. and uh, I feel like that oh. was maybe like a big deal back and in this? the day. Oh, what these the horns! What the fuck is happening? This is amazing. It's like a hip hop stab. Yeah, oh, I love it. Maybe this is more like then a bridge. spacious here. Oh my god, there's like so much going on that I forget about. Like, there's it's but really it all a lot. Fits, you know, mm-hmm. this song has like two bridges. What? Yeah, and it has this like oh just God. this nice beat that's keeping you like thumping the whole time. Yeah, grooving through this. Like, I I can totally picture myself driving to this song when I oh first got licensed. Yeah. You know, if this isn't in Fast X two, right? <laughs> can't help you, man. <laughs> the one with Nightcrawler in it, right? Exactly. Yeah, Nightcrawler's <laughs> in the movie. <laughs> All right. Second chorus. Okay. Oh, yeah. yeah. Great stuff. Oh, that's right. So this was like a a band that my mom and I, we used to just like... Kind of geek out over. Their their whole first album is pretty fucking good. I had no idea. uh, 
Yeah. And then eventually I went to um, like back in the day when they had these, uh, what do you call them? CD shops. Mm. You would go there and you would see like imports and they were just like wildly expensive. But I was like, ah, man, I can't not do it. So I came across an import CD (laughs) of Savage Garden and it had like maybe like a a remix or two of songs that we knew. Mm -hmm. But then it had like a bunch of like um like b-sides that were released in japan or whatever right. so it was like a lot of new material and i got that for her and for, it's like for like mother's day or her birthday or something like that and she was like oh did you buy this for yourself and remember it was my birthday or whatever it's like no i legitimately <laughs> got this for you yeah but uh yeah so this is our bottom uh, band yeah that's it mm-hmm. right so it's always good to have that stuff but uh, I wanted to bring that to the show because uh, I feel like it's it's something that I, I don't really talk about a lot, right. which is like uh, pop music from our youth. Mm-hmm. I was very much like a, a rock kid growing up. Right. But even still, look, uh, pop music is pop for a reason, right? It's popular. And I feel like as an adult who's uh, trying to let things from my past go, I think it's okay <laughs> to acknowledge like, it, you know, some pop stuff from back then is pretty good. Like, um God damn! What is that? Uh, that oh my God! That one fucking Backstreet Boys song. Oh, um, well, which one? There's so many to choose from. There is. There's, <laughs> there's so many to choose from. Um, man, ah, oh, fuck! Like I want it that way. Yeah. Neither. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My my whole idea for that, uh, I I had an idea for a skit way back in the day that um, a, a couple of like. Maybe like four or five guys got in an elevator and uh, they were like unrelated people, Mm -hmm. but they all uh, like they didn't know each other. They get in there. There's just different walks of life. These different guys. And then uh, they hear the elevator music kick on and it's that song. Mm -hmm. And as uh, as they're st- standing there like one of them slowly starts to like tap his foot and like hum a little bit you know uh-huh. then the other guy you know it's like this is right. kind of pretty good actually and so like by the end of the skit like they're all just like ripped into this oh, like yeah. passionate singing <laughs> of I want it that way but this song is legitimately like fun to so, listen to right yeah they all get into it and the elevator doors open I assume yeah, and they're like full point. on belting it out in front of people or something. Yeah, I love it. On the like, tell me why. Yeah, right. Part, you know, <laughs> also a banger. Like, like you said, pop music is popular for a reason. So, yeah, yeah, it's right there in the title. Oh, uh, this is a good one too. Tell me why. The the playing of the songs on here re- leads me to a, something I need to tell you as well, and that's. Uh, I've got a buddy that listens to We're the getting show. getting a divorce. <laughs> Fuck. This is how I tell you over the Backstreet Boys. <laughs> I want it that way oh to my be God. separated from you. It's like our buddy Mitch from the Terror Table and she's all that all over again. It's like a, <laughs> a traumatic event. It's so funny song. that you bring that up because I was legitimately the other day. I was like, wait, what movie was it that Mitch got told I his for getting so a divorce to? Like, it's such a specific thing. It's, like, and it's not That's Anaconda. So good. That's a different thing. But, it's so yeah. funny. But uh, I a buddy who listens and he was listening to that uh, album review we did last week for the airborne toxic event and, and the other yeah. songs we had mentioned too and he was like hey man that was cool and all but um 
I listened to podcasts at 1.2 speed. So, like, the songs all sound fucked up. Mm-hmm. And I was like, wow. Yeah. We listened to them on 1.5 or, like, you mm-hmm. know, 1.2 or 1.5. And I was like, yeah, yeah, I haven't tried ours. But that would kind of mess everything up. So uh, he, he wants he, – we, we, we joked at least that uh, we should put out a special version that is the songs <laughs> are slowed down. <laughs> And we still talk over it like normal, so that when you listen back to it, the songs sound yeah. normal, but we sound fast, like, you know. <laughs> right. So do you want to re-edit that one? Yeah, we might have to. <laughs> I think so, right? Like, <laughs> I think, legally speaking, it's the, the only way to approach it. I, and I know other friends of ours. Uh, oh... silent during that but man we were belting it out we we really were saying i can it. see the audio just like spiked like a motherfucker <laughs> when that came on but look it. it was all worth it we can all agree <laughs> i, love I it, want it that way you know dude well i love it from from backstreet boys back to sound wait i almost said sound garden <laughs> <laughs> totally different band to bond it's over so, that's so funny i grew up with both bands i guess yeah, yeah. yeah, be, yeah. well you know, you should listen to those outtakes because I know a substitute teacher who's really into gardening. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. Seems I, like I you were like a human well. jet ski. <laughs> yeah. Just rooster tailing right after that. <laughs> Finish your breakfast before you listen to the outtakes. Um, but uh, our friend group that we have uh, with with past guests and, and good friends, uh, Liz Wilson and uh, Allison Oberg and uh, my wife, Amanda, as well. We had all been talking about this since we brought that up in the last episode about, uh, you know, the the Love Shack song, which uh, Allison agreed is obviously a banger. I think we all kind of agreed on that. But I love that we uh, we got some some extra songs from them as well. We had asked listeners, you know, to send something in. And uh, so mm-hmm. they had responded. Uh, Liz had said her top five list of songs from her youth that she loved a bunch back then and still think are rad. Stuck With You by Huey Lewis in the News. Again, it's hard for oh. me. 80s and 90s songs. It's the title sometimes. I'm like, I probably know that song. I love Huey Lewis in the News, but I don't know Stuck With You necessarily. Um, are you trying to find it? Yeah. We did not plan this. This is not. <laughs> Here, let huh. me see if I can scrub forward to the chorus. I, I don't know that I know this one. I do love Huey Lewis's voice so much. Since we've Yeah, had. I like him quite a bit. Yeah, this is like... It's a good jam, though. Oh, a little breakdown. Do you think Huey Lewis is, like, not able to watch CNN anymore because somebody walks by like, oh, I get it. You're watching the news. Okay, wow. Real original, Huey. (laughs) I was like, I don't get it. (laughs) Here we go. That sounds more... This is nice. Does that not ring any bells? Not at all. For you? No. Really? Okay. Not a single one. Wow. Um, the next one definitely did, and that's uh, Walk Like an Egyptian by the Bangles. Oh, that yeah. That one I had forgotten about, and holy shit, I loved that song growing up. I remember doing that dance, like the Egyptian dance, which is probably offensive. I don't know. But man, I was really into it as a kid, you know? We we only mean that dance as tribute to this glorious song, you Yeah, know? exactly. Yeah, this is totally 80s awesome. This is kind of, they're spitting bars, kind of like Savage Garden. <laughs> yeah, a little bit, yeah. Uh, yo, where's my snare? Where my right cymbal at? Just the bell, though. Oh, my God. 
Here we go. I love that. Everything just like stops, and she starts saying that. Mm. And like that bass, I never noticed that bass is like thumping them back there. Yeah. Just carrying the song along, you know? Oh, that's so good. Bass man. player. Bass player, the, the letterers of the music world, you know? Yeah. Just pay some respect. Right. You should. It's like, mm-hmm. I used to think that was like drummers, but then I realized I don't have to think of their names ever, you know? <laughs> <laughs> I felt bad about that this whole last week. <laughs> Name a drummer. You can't do it. It's impossible. No one's ever done it. I had this whole, like, thought. Like, our, our show's small and dumb and whatever, and I don't expect any of the people that, you know, we actually mention on the show to ever listen to it, but you'd, you'd want to... That's why you don't want to, like, shit on anything. You might, you know, come across them someday or work with them, maybe. And I was like, yeah. man, what if the only person that everyone talks about that listened to our episode was the drummer? And when he gets to the episode, I'm like, I don't even know that fucking guy's name. And he's like, wow, just fucking crushed, you know, for no reason. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's Cancel a small the Houston date. Cancel the Houston date. We're not. Mm-mm. I won't do it. This guy fucking sucks. Um, the wait, next wait, wait, one on. she had on, was uh, Drive My Car by the Beatles. Let, oh. oh, it's a whistle song. We got a whistle. We got a whistle. Houston, we have a whistle. You do love a good whistle, man. Oh, my God. It's incredible. Incredible. Such a good song. Shout out to the Bengals. Hell yeah, yeah, man. And that's like the only song I know of them. Is that the only song I know from the Bengals? Now I don't even know that. I have to go to deep dive through all of this list, basically, and I didn't do it before yeah. this. So it's, it's, that's why we have this podcast. Right? Exactly. Let's do it all you live, get the baby. live reaction. <laughs> that's <Yeah>. right. <laughs> um, well, the next one was uh, mm-hmm. Drive My Car by The Beatles. Uh, again, another song title mm-hmm. that I don't know. I, I do love The Beatles. Uh, I don't know all, all of their music. Um, I know all yeah. the hits, but that's the thing. Most of their songs are hits, so... Hmm. Yeah, I don't know this one. Wait, who are these guys? I the I was trying to think of something funny, but I can't. The Beatles. <laughs> this is Papa Roach. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Oh, okay, duh. The Papa Roach Beatles uh, insects <laughs> crossover universe. We all. <laughs> of course. Yeah, yeah, wow, that's so funny. I didn't even realize this was the Beatles. I don't. I don't think. I know. You know it looks like I hear recover or something. <laughs> there are um, songs from like my parents' generation where I will kind of confuse the band with um, like multiple songs from being from multiple bands that they right. grew up with or whatever. But at least I kind of have. I can kind of maybe figure it out. You mm-hmm. know, I, right. I might get it within like two or three bands. But something like this, anything from like the the sixties or earlier, I'm just like, I don't know. People are just like making songs, <laughs> you know. Just people are just like making stuff, throwing them out there. Could be any number of people. I I don't know that I would have guessed the Beatles necessarily. Not for this one. But I, it doesn't sound as much like them as other stuff to me. But yeah, I feel like I know this one a little bit. But I respect it as a choice for sure. Yeah, like all much- these so far. I and along with yours. Uh, Car driving songs, you know, this is like great. This is like great tooling around town, you know, driving around. No, Friday I don't night. hear it. I don't hear that at all. That doesn't mm. make any sense to mm. me. This mm. one's from Rubber Soul. Okay, I haven't listened to uh, that that Beatles album yet. No, I don't even know that. No, never heard of it. It must be about shoes. It must be. You know what steps on Beatles? 
Wow. Farts. <laughs> That's a bad way to treat a beetle, man. It really is. It's disrespectful. <laughs> Borderline disrespectful. Uh, the next one, though. Yes. Big one that we all know so well. Uh, Ain't No Mountain High Enough by oh, Marvin Gaye okay. and Tammy Terrell. I did not realize that also had a... I mean, I know there's a, a woman in it, but I didn't realize. Yeah. I like that she attributed it to both people. I've always heard it as like a Marvin Gaye song, but obviously you need both to make that song work. But this one, oh my fucking God. This is great. This is one Isn't of the best songs of all like, time. One of the sister act movies. Oh, I'm playing it back in my head. Well, maybe. I was I was associated with uh, Remember the Titans. Did you ever watch that movie, Denzel? The Titans? I don't I don't remember it. You don't seriously? You don't the football movie? No, I was joking, Steven. Okay. Yes, of course. Wow. Mm-hmm. I really fell for that one then. <laughs> you really did. <laughs> and falling, as you know, on this <laughs> podcast can be life altering. Do you remember that scene? Where they're singing the song and the like, oh yeah yeah it's Ethan Supley yeah from, from yeah. Rats fame and all that and uh, he before gets he got super like fucking it. jacked yes he was still I think it was probably his biggest that he was he was a real big boy in that movie yeah but uh, yeah so good and this song just in general just reminds me of good times man mm-hmm. this is a good one. Sounds like serial killer lyrics. <laughs> I think a lot of pop songs, Is that, you know, yeah. you, can, you can stretch it that way. Yeah, it's like that one Taylor Swift song, um, is it You Belong With Me or something like mm-hmm. that. If you if you like put the lyrics in the mindset of like uh, a stalker or something, like an old like school bus driver, you <laughs> yeah. know, or whatever, it's like, oh, that's, no, thank you, sir. Please move along. I love that part. All right. So last on her list of five is uh, the queen herself, as she references her, Whitney Houston's How Will I Know? Oh, man. yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I feel like this is like one of those ballads, right? That's another one. I remember the title. I think I'll, I'll know it when I hear it. But um, yeah, I mean, it's in the song title. Oh, that'll help. Mm-hmm. That was me. That was me. People Whoa, think it was Whitney. What? That was me. That's crazy. Yeah. So just like lasers. Man, lasers she has kicks. a lot of stuff going on. I love. Yeah. Mm. See, I would replace for Whitney. I would replace this song with um, ah, dan- there's a dancing song. And I can't think of it because this one's playing. Mm. Oh, uh, I want to dance with somebody. Yes, that song I yeah, can fucking jam to all day. Look, I, I mentioned in our uh, our group thread mm-hmm. uh, a while back that I just came across naturally in the wild of uh, Sirius XM Radio, Queen of the Night, and I was like, holy shit, oh, I've not right. heard this song in like 20 years. Yeah. That song is a goddamn bang. Like, there's a, a perfect Whitney Houston song for everyone, you know? Right. <laughs> right. She, she, ga- she was uh, a queen, man. The queen gave with both hands, you know? Right. She's like, everyone, and you get a song, and you get a song. Right. You know? <laughs> it's good. Good stuff. Does it sound familiar with yeah, it? It does. Yeah. And I can totally see Liz jamming out to this as like a teenager, like getting ready for a date. She's like, oh man, I'm about to have the best night of my life. Oh, I thought she was like throwing bows in the mosh pit, you know? Yeah, that's what I meant. Yeah. <laughs> Wouldn't you love to see some. <laughs> Those Whitney Houston mosh pits. 
They were famous. They're uh, absolutely famous. famous, you know. She would just like divide the arena between right. the, like straight up the middle, <laughs> left side, right side. She'd part the the two sides like Moses, and just like have them come crashing together oh during this God, course, you know. Yeah, it's incredible. But solid. So after that discussion, and yes. I mentioned walk like an Egyptian was definitely one for me. That reminded me of uh, locomotion. Which uh, started oh, the whole yeah. thing with us. Kylie Minogue is the one that I know Locomotion from. And I had a huge crush on her uh, from like the, the late 80s. And I was a, a teeny tyke. But uh, I, I knew instantly, man, she's got it. And uh, I yeah. fucking love that. And then we learned, we, I knew that song was older, like from the 60s, because my mom knew it growing mm-hmm. up. She had told me, oh, yeah. But this version in particular, I really love. Uh, but it was a like a number one or number up to like number three hit in successive decades, 60s, 70s, 80s, which is amazing. This was the 80s one. So mm-hmm. different groups each time. That's crazy that the song. Wait, what's the earliest version of the song then? Was so that that's the what 60s? we looked up. Yeah, the 60s. Um, and it's, it became this like crazy thing that I thought was so fascinating. So there's a, the original version is by a woman named Little Eva, who I found out was uh, the song was written by Carol King. She's written tons of fucking great songs, but I do not associate her with this type of music at all. Uh, Eva was her babysitter for her kids, and she sang. Oh. So she was able to come into the studio and do this song. They wrote it for someone else that turned it down, who had like another like bubblegum pop song in the era, but didn't like this one. So she recorded it, became a hit. Uh, in the 80s, Grand Funk Railroad did a version. That's the one Allison well, remembered. I mean, totally makes it's, sense. It's right there, guys. <laughs> Guys, we are train themed. We're going to do this song, okay? They only did train themed songs, as far mm-hmm. as I understand. There's a uh, um, we didn't get it here in the states, but there's a version of Super Sentai, which you know was oh, yeah. uh, often adapted into Power Rangers here in the states. There's a version of Super Sentai uh, in Japan where the theme for that one, instead of dinosaurs or mm. like cars or animals or whatever, it was just trains <laughs> they were just like I mean, that, train power rangers that makes sense <laughs> i mean i guess you know but they had like train tracks across their visors they look dorky as fuck you know plus i'm an apologist but like you know yeah. come on guys a train it is kind of like, funny for that because it's like you can only go certain places where the track yeah. leads you like you can't <laughs> yeah it's really everywhere. like limiting your your ability to do anything you know <laughs> like they're like we would love to go fight that crime but there's not a straight uh, train station nearby we can't yeah, get there. I mean, you know, we're, we're gonna have to like call in some people. You know, we don't even have a rail car we can send on exploratory missions. Oh my god! So it, w- with this one too, you said like Whitney Houston. Everybody had you know their song um, on this one. Like this is my version. R- Allison loves funk. She said Grand Funk Railroad is one she thought of, and then Liz said the Chiffon's version is the one she knew. And there's not only the three hits. There's like m- so many versions of the song out there, but. Uh, it, it's also it's cool because I, I connected with my mom in the song as I said she grew up with it and then I grew up with it separate versions but uh, it's a banger no matter where you're going man I, I do like this one I don't know that I knew this one specifically I feel mm, like I knew mm-hmm. the one either from the 60s or the 70s right but I mean it's it's all kind of the same right as far as like um, the like uh, Obviously, the lyrics and everything. Right. Melody, the arrangements are similar, just, yeah. Yeah. The uh, the music itself is uh, is different. It definitely sounds like an 80s song, you know? It does. Uh, and I looked that up. She's an Australian singer. Um, 
And uh, apparently she sang a version of this. They like had produced one and it was released a little bit. And then another producer got a hold of it and he scrapped all of the music, but kept her vocal. And he's the one that added all those like, you know, synth beats like in the back and became like what it was and kind of made it the hit. But um, I remember this video so well uh, when I sent this to you guys, you had sent back um, that Kylie Minogue had played. Uh, what was it? Like Street Fighter movie or something? Jamie. Street Fighter, mm-hmm. <laughs> and that was mm-hmm. a, that was a moment for you. You should go uh, watch this music video some point um, because yeah, she's a. Uh, it's very eighties, but it's amazing, and it's so funny to me because they were like you, you too, like you don't know this version in the text group. They were like, yeah, I don't, I didn't even know like she had a hit in the eight, you know before the, I knew her later on. I remember mm-hmm. her like. To me, it was like a comeback. I remember like in the two thousands being like, oh, Kylie came back. She did locomotion. She's amazing. And mm-hmm. I, I'm apparently the only person that ever thought that because I'm the only one that remembers <laughs> that version. But uh, I love that everybody has their own, you know, so. Absolutely. A lot to jam yeah, to. But absolutely. Yeah, it's uh, it's it's fun, man. I loved, you know, kind of hearing the history of it. The fact that Carol King wrote it is amazing to me. And um, yeah, overall. Oh, and then uh, the next one, the last one that we had talked about was uh, Paul Simon's You Can Call Me Al. I don't know if you're uh, if you remember that song very well, but I've only actually recently found that song, and uh, it's super fun. Poppy, I don't, it, I don't know what the song at all. You said Paul Simon. Yep. Let's see. Matter of fact, when I read this in the uh, text thread, uh-huh. catching up at the end of a long day, uh, I thought it was you could call me AI. I thought it was like a joke. <laughs> The music video has Chevy Chase in it for some reason. Wild. Yeah. 80s, man. Everybody's just doing coke and just yeah. hanging out. Who knows? <sighs> what a time to be alive. I know. And an adult with access to I know. things. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I never had any coke when I was born in 1985. It's fucked up. Mm-hmm. Honestly, that's the problem with our generation. You right. Let's um, just make subtext text at yeah. this point. We were born without coke. <laughs> uh, it's not going great. They gave us new coke. And they didn't give us any real coke. Right, and we've been suffering for it ever since. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, <laughs> take it back to the old formula, sniff. <laughs> oh, okay. Does this sound familiar to it all? The early part of the uh, chorus that I uh, yeah. spoke over uh, sounded familiar, but it's just got this yeah, cool, the rest like, of the song. Cool vibe. Um, I, I, as I said, I've only found this like in the last like few years or something, and I was like, oh, I like this. I like Paul Simon stuff, but I just didn't realize this era of Paul Simon that I liked. And when it does get to the chorus, I think, yeah, maybe I'll click in a little bit more. Here we go. What does that mean? You can whistle. call me Al. Well, it's not a whistle, oh. but it's like a piccolo. But oh, did Andre three thousand sneak in there? <laughs> I told you that motherfucker was a time traveler. Look, I'm you. telling you, I'm telling you. Like people <laughs> could joke about his like choice of music preference now. Right? He's doing like he's putting the flute back out there. Hey, people! People works are aware. People. Yep. Of his fucking Peter Pan looking ass now. There you, you know? go, man. If if you notice that there are fewer rats in your city, it could be because Andre stomped through there playing his whistle and like, you know, got them under his spell and hurting them away from your uh, 
you and your loved ones. That's amazing. Pay your respects, you know? Three stacks, shout out. I don't know if we brought this up last week when you talked about that, but Lizzo also plays the flute on her album. She does play the flute, yeah. So maybe this yeah. is a new a new thing, you know, we need to need to get behind. I mean, it's gotta be something. Like if mm-hmm. anyone can make it cool, it's like black people, right? Like they're gonna <laughs> they're gonna bring the flute back. Like, I tell you, like, two generations from now, people are going to show up just, like, wearing fucking flutes on chains and shit. Oh, hell yeah. There's going to yeah. be a special flute pocket in the back of Jinkos <laughs> that are also back, but not because, like, it's just, like, a, a pure coincidence, you know? But it was useful at the time the flute came back as well. At the time, yeah. I love mm-hmm. it, man. I love it. Like, one kid shows up, he's got, like, a hammer in his pocket. They're like, no, it's for flutes. <laughs> it's it's, that was me, buddy. Yeah. That's, you can't I you got can't these hammer like loops, man. <laughs> Gotta use them. Man, I, I really do miss jeans with 19 pockets. So much room for activities. I mean, there's just, like, so much you could do. Like, right. if you want to leave school, like, in the middle of your science class and be like, I don't know, a carpenter, you yep. got plenty of pockets to it. do your shit with, you know? Oh. Mmm. Mmm. This is my cow version of this song, but uh, anyway, man, yeah, it was uh, it was fun always discussing that with friends, and uh, I love just hearing songs that you know people kind of jam to as kids. Maybe you wouldn't associate it, or maybe you just forget about it, or whatever. Like stuff you don't usually bring up, but uh, there's so much to agree on there, and it's like, oh, we could all jam to this, but I don't even think about it that much. So it was it was great to hear yours. Now I'm totally gonna fucking. I literally wrote down Savage Garden, not mm-hmm. not for the show like we usually do for show notes. I was like, oh, I need to listen to this later. Right, yeah. Like, I gotta put this in rotation. I know, I need to go back and listen to that, that full album. I'm telling you, that first album, and I think I know they had, like, one album, yeah, and then maybe. maybe an EP after that. Uh, I don't know if both of those guys are alive, but uh, <laughs> I, they, they didn't put out, like, a ton of material after yeah, the fact, basically. you know? So uh, what we got is what we got, and it was pretty good, uh, all things considered. But listening Absolutely. back to all this older music made me, like, nostalgic for another old song, uh, that I like quite a bit, mm-hmm. and I just, uh, if we have time, I want to try to get that queued up to uh, to play it here. Um, sure, yeah. Oh, you fucking asshole. I feel like I should uh, be, be applauded for not doing this on the first episode where we yeah. listened to music live, you yeah. know? Yeah. Yeah, I was tempted, but I was like, <laughs> yeah. maybe not. But if we could pull it off a second time, hell yeah. Huh. I'm mad about it because huh. it won me over eventually. Yeah. Enough. You know, like, <laughs> that's why I'm mad about it. I want you to know that with all sincerity, this is like the best version of country I've ever heard in my life. I agree with that for you, you know? Yes. I totally agree with that. Um, you can go out her. <laughs> this is this how we would sing it. Like, if I was to do karaoke, it would likely be this song if I'm by myself. Or, again, if it's the, the two of us, that Wilson Phillips song, Hold On For One More Day. I think oh, it's just called yeah. Hold On, but you know what I'm saying. But still, that's yeah. a winner. I yeah. did... Um, Find a country song the other day that I thought you might like. Uh, it's okay. by a guy. That, you don't have to play it or anything, but because um, I just found it on YouTube, like he just released it like two days ago. Uh, his name is Samuel Saint, and it's called "Pray the Gay Away." And uh, <laughs> Jesus it's about it's like a spoof song, though. He's basically like when he was a kid, he kissed his his male best friend, 
And then his mm-hmm. dad was like, you can't fucking do that. And so he goes through these stages in his life. And the entire video is him like sleeping with dudes. And then he'll be like, yeah, but my grandfather told me I just got to get down on my knees and pray the gay away because Jesus came inside me for a reason or something like that. <laughs> All right. Respect. Respect. It's, pretty, it's like a rad. full on country song, though. Like it, you wouldn't like the actual tune of it. Right. But because of the lyrics, I think it might win you over. So uh, yeah, okay. look up Samuel Saints. Pray the gay away. Yeah. Wow. Incredible. <laughs> I know there's like some other song that's called like you can't do that in a small town or some shit yeah, like that. It's where it's of, just like playing off that. Right. Okay, okay, cool. I like that. Man, that's fucking funny. Because the small town song is so shitty, yeah. It's basically like, we don't like blacks and Muslims, and you you can't tell us to not like our guns or whatever, and it's just like, fuck off. Yeah. Otherwise, it seems like a real cool and chill guy. (laughs) It's a real cool cool genre of music, you could say. There's nothing really (laughs) problematic with country music at all. There's (laughs) nothing... I mean, like, honestly, it seems like uh, country is more welcoming because uh, sometimes I'll catch like part of uh, the CMAs are, are going to be live on TV somewhere. And you see the the rundown of artists that are going to be on there. And there's like multiple people of color. There's like Lil Nas X is going to be on there performing. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he's going to be wearing like half a G string or some shit. So it's like, you know, it's, it's uh, more diverse than I in my head from like several decades ago give it credit mm-hmm. for but then you hear shit like that where it's like what what are you doing like why why draw dividing lines i don't understand that part of it you know yeah you also like um there's a group i really like there's a song i really like called weed whiskey and willie by the brothers osborne and uh they were like an up-and-coming i think they're pretty big now uh like country music group but the lead singer you know writes like love songs and stuff and then he came out as gay and you're like, and then you kind of, I loved it because then you realize like, oh, all these songs are about dudes that like that changes it, but really loves love. And that's what I, you know, attached to and like why you can write about anybody. But he got a pretty big, uh, uh, backlash from that community. It seemed, uh, when he oh, really? know, came out as gay. So it's like, you get both like, uh, hopefully they're being more inclusive, but you still have some of those dickheads in there, you know? Yeah. So you get, well, you get what you do. Yeah. We just got to keep pushing forward because, uh, uh, progressive thinking as we can be and hopefully you know the uh-huh. old timers catch up and some of yeah. the new timers you know they're, they're a lot of little uh, uh shitty Racist shitheads they're being born <laughs> yeah yeah every day we see them so don't like it no uh i said racist picks instead of pricks i just want to correct that racist pricks well they play guitar with racist picks so <laughs> you're still right see sometimes jokes on here just mwah. You know, it really just, just happens, you know, they work out. I really like it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Well, I love all this music talk we've been doing, and uh, we were going to try to keep this pretty short overall. But uh, I do want to talk about a, a few other things. We were going to do yeah. kind of a, a pop culture catch up. Do you uh, do you want to start us off with that? Uh, did we start the show? Did we do the 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 intro thing? Wow, Brent, I can't believe you forgot. Uh, yeah, we're doing it. I'm Steven. <laughs> I'm Brent. <laughs> For the 334th time, welcome to Let's Talk About Stuff. Flawless, I really forgot. Flawless delivery. I really forgot. Wow, I can't believe it. <laughs> Look, we, we've been lost in tunes, dude. You know? What are you supposed to do? Not? That's true. Yeah. That's true. That's not our fault. Um, it's not our you fault. Get, you get lost in beautiful songs for your youth, you know? Yeah, exactly. What are you going to do? Uh, so anyway. Exactly. Yeah. Now that I was uh, definitely on, on brand with our show, uh, do you want to start us <laughs> off? <laughs> 
Uh, sure. So, uh, look, since we've got the ability to play music on here, I do want to uh, mention an album uh, that I've uh, kind of gone back and, and um, uh, I guess, re-listened to by uh-huh. an artist. Uh, I am trying to scrub my way there. This is working flawlessly. I really thought <laughs> I had this artist like pulled up and ready to go. It's because you had to look up eight not. other songs in the meantime. <laughs> you know, you really threw yourself off there. But it's okay. It's all worth it. We all love it. So uh, I want to talk about a uh, an, a modern pop artist that I like quite a bit. Uh, and that character goes by the name of Demi Lovato. Have you ever heard oh, of Demi Lovato, Stephen? Yes, I have heard of Demi Moore, yeah. G.I. <laughs> <laughs> Jane? Whoa, hold on. Will Smith's about to... His, his slapping hand's getting warmed up. Yeah. You can feel it. Um, I want to go back to 2022. She released an album called Holy Fuck with fuck spelled F-V-C-K. It was like an edgier album where she leaned more into like rock altogether uh-huh. i think i made this yeah she likes yes a lot, yeah a lot. yeah and uh i thought it was interesting that she would like go a, a darker route with her music because uh she's a pop star but i feel like pop stars do this sometimes where mm-hmm. they will put out a um an album singular mm-hmm. where it's like oh i'm edgy now you know right but i didn't really sense that from her she seems like a very genuine people she does seem genuine uh, yeah. a, a very she seems like a very genuine, genuine people <laughs> steven i nailed it she's she like a very Disney genuine girl? purpose she was yeah i, I feel I don't like know, she was yeah i don't know the name of her show but she grew up in with like uh, a disney television show and um this song 29 is mm-hmm. from that album and uh, it recounts her growing up. Uh, I think she was like 17, and she started dating an actor that was 29. Mm. And uh, oh. you can go back and like read That's about fun. the lyrics and stuff. But it's it definitely seems like a song about being groomed. Mm. And uh, it's it's pretty fucking gross, honestly. Too yeah, to listen back to. I imagine she has really lived a life and seen some some bad shit, you know. For sure, and. Uh, even though the song itself is infuriating and disgusting, like lyrically speaking, mm-hmm. it's a very catchy song, like a lot of her songs are, and uh, I thought that was of note. Um, in addition to that, she released a an album this year, in 2023, uh, that's called Revamped, where she recorded or re-recorded a bunch of her previous singles from various albums mm-hmm. and did them in a like rock Oh, that's version for Concept. all of them. Uh, the I guess it stemmed from her going on tour for Holy Fuck, and she mm-hmm. had a live band with her, and oh, right. they uh, performed those songs live, so they had to work out different arrangements, and as she was playing them live, she was like, oh, I like this a lot. Let's just go ahead and re-record a bunch of these, these singles. Uh, and she did, and uh, I'm going to play one of those for you right now, which is Cool for the Summer rock version. Do you know mm. this song? That sounds familiar. Uh, maybe if I hear it, I'll connect it. Uh, yeah. Tell me what you want, what you like, it's okay. I'm a little curious. Okay. Do. That was me. <laughs> I did the first Oh, I thought she had a backup singer there. That yeah, was you would think so. Wow. She doesn't waste food. I appreciate that. Yeah, you do. 
She's not fucking around. Like, no kidding. I can see why you like this. Like, I like a uh, a saccharine sweet pop chorus anyway. Uh-huh. You know, we've, we've talked about, you know, Whitney already. Right, right. Um, but there's something about, like, a, a, a very sweet, melodic female vocal mm-hmm. over some, like, heavier music where I'm just like, fuck yeah, this is just, like... Two great flavors that should not go together, maybe, but when it works, it fucking works. Hell yeah. You know? And uh, I, I just think she should be applauded for putting this out, you know, and just being like, oh, yeah, this feels more like me and where I'm at in my life right, right. now. That's and you don't cool often. Concept. Yeah, and you don't often see pop stars that didn't like pivot to rock. If anything, it's like you're a country artist, you pivot to pop, and then you're just right. there for the rest of your eternity. Um, Maybe put out like a, a problematic rap song. Okay, look, you know, you apologize for it in a, a notes app apology, and then you go about your business. It's yeah. fine, you know. There's okay. I guess there's certain words I'm not supposed to say. I, I don't know. Wait, who are you talking about? I'm just making up some shit. Probably some stuff I would do later in life. I don't know. We'll see. I was like, I really feel like this might be a true story, but I'm not sure which person you're talking about. Was it Selena Gomez? You can tell me. It's okay. <laughs> I did look up where uh, Demi started for Disney. First off, before Disney, she was on Barney and Friends. So, oh, weird. Yeah, interesting. But then uh, on Disney, it was, uh, uh, this makes sense for why she turned out this album, Rent. She was on Camp Rock and Camp Rock 2, the final jam. Oh, okay. So she went to camp to learn how to rock, and she did. And then, like, also Jason Voorhees was there? Yeah, it's a like, whole thing. It's a whole series. You gotta this is your final all. jam? This is my final chapter. Wow. <laughs> That's cool. I would love to have an alternate history version of Jason, of, yeah, of, <laughs> of uh, Friday the 13th for the final chapter where like Demi Lovato was, was in the back making friends with Jason the whole time. Like, yeah. Trying to turn his life around. <laughs> Wait, I think, uh, isn't that the, the movie or movies with uh, Jonas Brothers in it as well? Oh, it might be. I I don't. I remember them coming out. Yeah, it looks like it is. Wow, what an era! I looked. It's <laughs> amazing. Oh my Do you god! See the hair. That's kind of. That's a lot look. of hair. Man. A lot of like swooping bangs, yes. and that's just like the boys. Yeah. Oh no! I got so excited with the swooping bangs, I dropped my iPad. Gotta oh, see no. that picture for later. You know what I'm saying? No, of course. No, they were. They were. I, I'm going to take that back. I, it was just a joke about their hair. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, apparently that was a them. So yeah, they learned to rock. She learned to rock. Everybody's rocking, man. That's great. Good it's a them. camp for that. So yeah. it worked out perfectly. That's good. Mm-hmm. Math camp just didn't have... Camp math didn't have no. the same ring to it. You know? Can't no, rock camp no. math, so... No. I, I heard they had a substitute teacher at that camp the entire time and... <laughs> Just didn't didn't work out. Didn't work out for that fella. Yeah. Again, check, check this out. Takes, yeah. 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 Absolutely. Um, well, uh, I'm going to talk about something. I, I assume you're done with. Divi? Yes. Yeah. Go, okay. Yeah. Cool, cool. That's it. Um, I actually had uh, almost forgotten to put this on the list. You know, it's like we have this podcast and if I don't write stuff down, I'm just going to forget it uh, either before or after the show. So mm-hmm. uh, right before the show, I remembered that we had finished the fourth and final season of one of our favorite shows, Sex Education which is available on Netflix. It's a British show. Uh, I've mentioned in the past, um, it has amazing writing, uh, amazing people in it. And a lot of these young actors have become like, they're really huge right now. So, uh, the main character is, uh, Otis. His mom is, um, Milo. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> that was a great joke. Um, his mom is Gillian Anderson. She's amazing in this as well. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. With a British accent. Sounds great. And um, she uh, is a sex therapist, and then he becomes a sex therapist for the students at his school because he's also really good at giving advice. And uh, it starts this friendship um, with uh, a, a, a girl that he likes at school named Maeve Wiley. Um, so the Otis is played by Asa Butterfield, who's uh, an amazing young actor I've liked for a long, long time. Yeah, he was in the running to be Spider-Man before they cast Tom Holland, oh. I believe. And I remember seeing that guy. That's I was interesting. Like, That's weird because I, from what I know of Peter Parker, he spends time outside in the daylight, and I don't know that Asa <laughs> Butterfield has ever had that. Like, he's, he's got what I call uh, jellyfish complexion. Like, well, I, I would be worried if he's ever out in the sun. I'm going to say this though: that Spider-Man wears a full body suit a lot of times outside, so maybe it would make sense that he would be pale. But Steven, when you're right, you're right. You know, so uh, there you go. Yeah, I guess wow. I out Spider Man Brent. You really did, yeah. <laughs> and uh, all my fight scenes when I get Damask is gonna be taking place at night, isn't it? The Night Monkey, yeah. The Night Monkey, yeah. <laughs> wow. Yep. <laughs> we did it. You set yourself up for that. That was great. Uh, but Maeve, the uh, the girl he likes and sets up this business with him at school, uh, is played by Emma Mackey, who has become a, a, like a, a bigger star lately. She was in the Barbie movie. Um, she is uh, friends now with um, Barbie herself. Who I'm trying to think of her name because I can only think of Emma Mackey. Margot Robbie? Margot Robbie. They look mm. very, very similar. They uh, There's like a... Uh, conspiracy theory online that they are the same person it's like have you seen them in the same room kind of thing oh wild so yeah look up emma emma mackie um she looks like a younger version basically like because she's only like uh, 20 something or whatever but um but yeah she is fantastic in it um i'm so glad that she's getting more roles um there's also two more people that show up in the barbie movie that are in this uh chuti gatwa is uh my favorite probably star from this um he's Mm -hmm. the new doctor in doctor who Oh, okay. I was like, I've heard that name before. Yeah. He's okay. everywhere now, and I, I, I want everything for him because he is the star of the show. His character is kind of a closeted gay character who becomes really flamboyantly gay, but he's really religious. Hmm. So he's dealing with like in a small town, um, private school type of thing, whatever. There's a lot of like, obviously, in sex education, there's a lot of like uh, budding sexual youth problems, whatever. And the show really goes there a lot. Um, I mean, all the actors are in high school, but they're obviously in their 20s and stuff. And um they really like don't stray away from anything um trans issues um oh, you know good. all kinds of like sex issues and and that could affect you know from from kids to adults whatever and trying mm-hmm. to make it like a positive environment and everything so uh Chuty is is one of the best parts of that and then connor swindells uh or swindles um i think is also in barbie movie a little bit he's like uh with will ferrell he's like in the real world like boardroom side of it oh, or whatever. Okay. but just a lot of good people obviously they were like whoever made barbie um i don't actually uh greta gerwig made barbie she was like you know watch this show and was like oh everybody in here fucking get in my movie because you're all great and they are and they're mm-hmm. great in both uh so back to it though this uh, fourth and final season was kind of delayed uh, because of COVID reasons and actor strikes and all that kind of stuff. But it finally came out. We are huge fans of this show. The first three seasons are some of the best TV I've ever seen. Uh, the fourth one I felt was a little bit of a letdown, unfortunately. It's still good, mm. but the the idea is that at the end of the third season, their private school gets shut down, and they have to go mm-hmm. to a new school. And the new school in the season is very, very progressive. They have, like, slides in the cafeteria room or, like, in the... Um, uh, kind of everywhere there it's all like students can kind of make up their own rules in their own classrooms and own clubs and um tons of diversity and stuff but 
they kind of lopped off a lot of the characters we had grown to love because the school shut down. So everybody kind of went different places. So you didn't get everybody you wanted to see again. You might get like an episode, kind of see a person kind of cameo, but it's like people we'd fall in love with for three seasons. So just felt a little different. Uh, I still think it's like one of my favorite shows in the last few years. Um, it's highly entertaining and the acting is great. It's dramatic. It's funny. It's, it's everything in between. And uh, mm-hmm. they tackle a lot of great sexual issues, you know, with a really positive light. So there's a lot, of, a lot of great things to like about it. I was just kind of let down by this fourth season. Uh, we are planning to rewatch the whole series, though, and I hope on rewatch and then getting into that fourth season, having it a little closer and not having to wait for it and, you know, mm-hmm. have a lot of expectations. Uh, it'll be a lot better and, and feel better. It does have some good, like, closure, but there's also some closure I wish we would have had. And uh, mm-hmm. at the end of the thing, it's kind of like they're finishing high school, so... That that should be your life is, you know, just beginning and it's kind of everybody's life is a dot, dot, dot. But when it ends that way, it's not very fulfilling. Maybe, you know, you don't really get a lot of end of storylines because everybody's beginning their real life. So, um, yeah, I think they they always were going to, you know, you know, do their own thing and, and it would either hit or miss. But uh, uh, for the most part, the, the whole series was just really delightful. So I would highly recommend it. It's on Netflix. It's called Sex Education. That's incredible. I've I've seen the tile on there. I just yeah. haven't jumped aboard because I, you know, I, I know I'm several seasons behind, but I there's remember so you talking about it. Yeah. yeah, there's quite a bit. Matter of fact, yeah. you, you had mentioned uh, the Barbie movie, and I just saw that the Barbie movie is now available on HBO. I'm sorry, Max to mm-hmm. stream. Uh, and I pulled it up and I was like surprised. I was like, oh, this is wonderful. Like I already bought it on iTunes mm-hmm. like a few weeks back because, you know, I want to see all the like special features and shit. But like. I don't know. Hypothetically, it, if we were to cover that that movie on oh, the yeah. podcast, mm-hmm. it, it would be available for like more people to watch it. You know, gotcha, you don't have gotcha. the added expense of like having right. to like go out and like buy the Blu-ray or the DVD or the video cassette or you know the laser dicks or <laughs> um, the uh, you know like it's it, it's just streaming yeah. out there, right? So people could watch it. But you know, we try to do that when we can. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I just. I don't know if the the listeners want us. Do they want us to talk about the Barbie movie? I think something that we're the only people qualified to talk about the Barbie movie, right? I think so. (laughs) Those uh, secret hearings that all the men on the planet were invited to. I believe that's that's something that uh, that we all agreed upon. Like, yeah. But what are what what is the men's opinion of this? You know. (laughs) We all pulled out acoustic guitars, started playing fucking Matchbox Twenty. Oh hell yeah! Yeah. It's a very it's interesting movie on so many levels, and I can't wait to watch it again. I didn't realize it was on Max. So I'll have to go check that out now because I haven't bought it yet. In addition to that, whenever you pull up the Max app, you will notice that like the first like six rows mm. uh, on the Max app are devoted to Barbie. Oh, hell yeah, so man. That is so fucking fun to look at. And right. I just picture in the back of my mind like some MAGA guy pulling that up <laughs> to like be pissed off at whatever Bill Maher has done that week. And then he like start, he has to like travel down so many layers to like find something that doesn't have Barbie related like iconography right. associated with it. It is pretty fun that they're they're doing that because they know that they've got a hit on their hands. They're like, well, good thing we didn't Juggernaut delete hit. that one from the the the, the vault yeah. or whatever you know. Make some ducats <laughs> off that one. Hell yeah, I would love to uh, get that Maggie guy to be like. Uh... I'm, I, at first, I had to boycott Bud Light. Now I have to boycott Max. Well, so mm-hmm. be it. You know? yeah. <laughs> I'm going to go do uh, heterosexual things like go in the barn and go jerk off with my buddies. Yeah, what? Right. Did I say that out loud? <laughs> the first one of us to catch it in the throat. 
You gotta go suck off a Clydesdale horse. <laughs> the Clydesdale's associated with Bud Light. God damn it. Damn it. Damn it. Damn. Oh, man. Uh, well, what else do you they got, ever, sir? In uh, uh, Sex Education, the, uh, the TV show, uh, yeah. how do they approach sounding? Do they ever mm. get into sounding? I don't think so. They do a lot of, they do pegging. Oh, do they really? Uh, yeah, with like teenagers. That's so funny. Which is, it's so interesting. It's a lot of, you know, exploring whatever. And uh, so some people, yeah, it's like uh, a football player, big jock dude, who, mm-hmm. who finds out a finger in his butt is like, oh, okay, I like this. <laughs> it's a lot of interesting uh, characters in there, so. Wow. Not sounding, okay. though. Uh, that's okay. one that I, every time I come across on the internet in any sort of way, like, Mm-hmm. Someone asking a question about it or, uh, God forbid, a picture. Uh, I'm like, OK, that's enough Internet for the day. I've never seen a picture of it. I just heard about it uh, on our local oh, like rock radio station and somebody mm-hmm. mentioned it. And wait, that was on the uh, radio. Uh huh. Wow. They, they yeah, they, they like kind of tiptoed around, you know, saying what it was. Right. Uh, which is, you know, for the listeners, uh, it, you better chew quickly, listener. You better <laughs> chew quickly. It's uh, when a guy stuck, say, a little like metal rod in his uh pee hole yeah and that's yep it's not sounding very good to me <laughs> but you know I everybody just can't has imagine in any way that's pleasurable it just the whole the whole thing just gives me a big ache factor i mean uh to each their own but um yeah that's one that i i want to leave to the internet and just never talk about look i i'm sure like every person on the planet has accidentally caught part of their urethra on like fabric of their undergarment and it felt like your body has caught on fire because it's just like <laughs> so so wildly obtrusive it's so sensitive yeah, yeah. they're like well i did get this stocking full of ball bearings this year from santa so i don't know i got anything oh, to do that's another i don't know what it's called but there's like a there's like penile implants where you can put like little it's it's like ribbed for her pleasure you can like insert ball bearings essentially like little like nubules uh i'm trying to think of the word for it like no. it like around yes this is a real thing too i don't like nubules <laughs> nubules no no yeah. hashtag nubules <laughs> it sounds amazing but yeah the uh the sex education show is educational for all. I do not know that they they tackle sounding, but uh, they tackle lots of other things. They do tackle a a girl who's uh, super into sci fi, like uh, smut essentially, and uh, it turns out like she wants to dress like an alien to like ha- to get down with someone, you know. So mm. um, there's all types there, you know. And yeah. I'm totally cool with that. But look, uh, there's there's something for everyone out there, you know. Exactly. Exactly. It's like a Whitney Houston song. You know, she's got <laughs> nubules for everyone. <laughs> um, okay, I want to talk about... Uh, where Where do I want to go next? Uh, I want to... You know what? I want to talk about a, uh, a superhero movie that came out earlier this year. I was out of town uh, when it came out. And then uh, by the time I got back, I just didn't have time to go to the theater to watch this. But I was like... Uh, cautiously optimistic mm-hmm. because it was another film in the DC Extended Universe saga. Indeed. And Stephen, this movie is called Blue Beetle. Blue you heard about Beetle. This? I have heard of this. Uh, yeah. I did not see it. Mm-hmm. That's about what I know about that, it. That's where you're at. Okay, cool. Mm-hmm. Um, so Blue Beetle, like I said, superhero movie. And I, I thought like 
the, the trailer kind of made it seem like it could go either way to me. Like, mm-hmm. am I going to enjoy this? Am I going to like have fun? Or is it going to be like, oh, like the best parts, unfortunately, were in the trailer and even those mm-hmm. parts weren't really that good. But Stephen, to my surprise, this movie was delightful. It checked a lot of boxes Excellent. for me. I've heard and I will, mm-hmm. I, I will say, you know, this is another movie that's available to stream on Max. And I would say, look, this one's one of the, the good DC movies Mm -hmm. i would say live action um it uh whenever you watch the movie you're going to be like oh okay so they're they're kind of like taking this from iron man they're Mm -hmm. taking this from the mcu spider-man movies or whatever um and yeah they are uh my thought on this is that that, (laughs) yeah Yeah. they're they're taking the best parts of a lot of other existing Mm. superhero uh filmic entertainment and kind of repurposing it and remixing it and putting it together in this one movie. And uh, I would say the same. I know you haven't seen it, but uh, Miss Marvel, the uh, the mm-hmm. Disney Plus Marvel television show, uh, it has her like family is, is part of the core cast. And there's so right. much fun to watch and like be around and everything uh, as a viewer. And uh, same thing here. It's like a, a, a Mexican family that all lives together. Uh, the lead actor is a, uh, you know, becomes a superhero who's uh, who's Mexican. So it's a, a lot of that um um just that uh ethnicity and that mm-hmm. uh, that that like family um component gets added to right. this character's story just naturally and it makes it more fun uh the I, I really thought it was going to be similar to a lot of standalone like single hero movies where okay you've got like all the side characters but you're just focused solely on the main superhero mm-hmm. but that's not really the case you you have a lot of family members that play important parts and at a certain point even like the main hero is trapped and the only reason he's able to go out and you know save the day later is because his family came and, and rescued him and um, that's fun, yeah. you know uh, I, I don't know what your feelings are about uh, George Lopez, but he's in the movie as well. Um, I don't have great feelings. <laughs> okay, all right. <laughs> I remember liking his TV show back in the day. Uh, I don't know anything about his like political views or anything like that, but uh, I thought he was enjoyable in this movie mm-hmm. at the very least. And uh, there's there's um, uh, seems to be further links to other blue beetles in the past uh that i know from the comics that uh might be in like further movies and i guess james gunn had has mentioned that uh this actor uh, i can't remember his name but uh, i guess he's in cobra kai one of those actors oh yeah yeah. um he's uh i I guess locked in to play blue beetle in the like revamped dc universe and this uh, is not included in that right like this i don't i don't I don't think so. I think they're going to try to get like Superman Legacy and mm-hmm. uh, you know whatever like mm-hmm. animated series that's related to that world set up and going first, and then maybe they'll retroactively add this one in there, or maybe Something. it'll be like an alternate universe version of that or whatever. But whatever the case, uh, I I really enjoyed myself watching this movie. And if you think there's not a scene where there's a giant beetle vehicle in this movie and one of the <laughs> weapons that's deployed is a beetle fart you are out of your goddamn mind yeah i don't know why i haven't watched it yet you're right i mean it's look it's like a dung beetle is a thing they're gonna make a a a beetle mechanized unit fart i mean honestly you already had me and then you're gonna drop a a robo fart on me like this Mm -hmm. okay 
Okay. They know their audience for sure. Okay. All right. Here we go. You know, this was for the Browns. I get it. You know, uh, it works on levels, dude. I uh, so you, you do know this character from comics as well. Yeah. Yeah. He's um. Yes. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I was I was, uh, I was really <laughs> prepared to go like down a long hallway on this, right. but I was like, yes, I know like, this character yeah, from from cool. the comics. He's he's uh, fairly new. Yeah, he's fairly new. Like the Blue Beetle has existed for many, many decades. But yeah. every once in a while, they like revamp the 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 mantle. And this one came out. I I want to say like just maybe like a handful of years before Miles Morales was mm-hmm. created. So within the past like fifteen twenty years, something like that. Okay. Yeah. Wow. That's still in the 2000s. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. Yep, sure yeah. is. Long history with this guy. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> I I was intrigued by it enough. Uh, I mean, I'm I've mentioned obviously a lot in the past uh, few months and stuff that uh, even Marvel has like burned out for me. Like superheroes, it's just like mm-hmm. got to be too much. And like once you know once Endgame happened, it was just kind of like I could have used a break, but. Um, so I, I definitely wasn't going out to, to watch a lot of DC movies. Like even right. this re- 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 made me think that, uh, isn't the sequel to, uh, fucking Aquaman like out right now or some shit. Like, didn't it just come out and like, nobody I, even knows about it. I think so. Yeah. I mean, we're recording this on December 17th, Sunday, December 17th. And, um, yeah, I think Aquaman two is supposed to be out by Christmas. If I, I just saw like not even a trailer, but like a TV spot. And I was like, yeah, this is so weird. Like, we've barely seen anything from it. Like, it just feels like such a, after the Flash movie, like, it just, it all, we know James Gunn is, like, revamping things. Like, what does it all matter? And, uh, yeah, I wonder, our, our boy Mitch loves uh, loves Aquaman, though. I wonder, maybe he's there, you know, in line right now to watch it. I mean, it's it's possible. It looks like it comes out this Friday, December 22nd. So, yeah, it's just, you know, the, the, the fervor's just, the fervor's just getting wet, yep. Steven. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> After I said grandma, it's great. Uh, <laughs> but um, yeah, it's like uh, the DC in general, you know, has been kind of a, a lackluster event. But then this one seemed like they were course correcting in that kind of marvel way, like hiring James Gunn and everything. But this was made like prior to that. Um, so, yeah, it, it's an interesting, you know, it's in an interesting position. But I, I wasn't looking forward to it so much myself, but I did keep hearing good things about it. So that's good to hear you liked it, too. It is a lot of fun, and I think the CGI special effects, they look pretty fucking great uh, nice. most of the time. Uh, a, a big sticking point for me, and I, I know a lot of people out there uh, with Marvel visual effects currently, is just like the backgrounds just look fake as fuck. You know, you could clearly yeah. see almost like outlines around people a lot of the time yeah. because it's like the per- uh, person perfectly in focus and then the background just immediately blurry. Right. Uh, it, does, it doesn't really... Um, it very much, but yeah. there's a lot of like really cool settings. The whole world that we're in here feels lived in, mm-hmm. uh, even though they live in like a fictional uh, town or or adjacent to. Um, all the the sets seem real, and mm-hmm. the the lighting looks good. It's just I, w- I was really impressed with it. So nice. uh, I would say check it out. Right on, man. Uh, I won't, but I'll, if I ever do, I'll think of you. <laughs> okay, thank you. That's all I ask. <laughs> think of me. Um, all right, I have uh, one more to finish this out, um, and it's a, a really weird movie that Amanda and I watched the other day. We were looking, I guess, for like a good thriller. I had told you mm-hmm. off air that uh, Amanda and I have been, you know, we're pretty big into Christmas a lot of times, but this year just hasn't felt that Christmassy, and we've been trying to get in the spirit, but we haven't been watching a lot uh, of Christmas movies. But uh, a thriller sometimes just always, sometimes always, sometimes just sounds really good to us. So 
mm-hmm. we found this new 2023 movie called May December. Uh, this mm-hmm. was on Netflix as well, and uh, this one stars Julianne Moore and Natalie Portman. Have you heard of this at all? Seen a trailer for it or anything? No, it doesn't sound familiar. It's not your type of movie. Um, okay. <laughs> I say that because it wasn't really our type of movie. Uh, it's oh. very strange. Um, essentially, what it is is: uh, Do you remember in the '90s the uh, Mary Kay Letourneau story, the teacher who was like 32 who had a, a sexual relationship and then a baby with her sixth grade student? He was a holy sixth shit. grade. Yes, I didn't realize it was that young. That I guess. young, right? Crazy. Yikes! So wow. This so in that in the real life, Mary Kay Letourneau was a 32 year old teacher. She had sex with a uh, and fell in love with seemingly a uh, a sixth grade boy uh, named Villy who uh who had she had his baby in prison um she was sentenced to seven years and then she got it reduced as long as she wouldn't have any contact with him and she was caught in a car having sex with him again so she was sent back to prison had his baby she got out for a little while was still not allowed to see him they had got caught having sex again he she had another baby in prison with him wow they ended up getting married and then uh, stayed together um, through all the 2000s until like 2019. They separated. And I, apparently he kind of finally realized he had been groomed and that they weren't quite in love as much as he thought. Uh, she actually ended up dying, I think, in 2020. She got cancer. Wow. Uh, but they have like grown kids together now. Like I remember the story being so salacious in the tabloids when I was growing up, but I didn't remember like following up with it ever since. I didn't know they stayed together for so long. I didn't know. I didn't think about the fact that they would have like grown kids together eventually. Mm-hmm. Uh, this movie takes that and fictionalizes it a little bit. Um, Julianne Moore is the teacher. Um, Charles Melton is the uh, the boy who is now a grown man, and they have kids together and stuff. Um, he's great. He's in Riverdale. He's um, hmm. uh, he's like an Asian American. He's um, I don't remember who he plays in Riverdale because I haven't seen that in so long. But um, he was in Bad Boys for Life apparently. But um, he's really really good in this, and uh, I think he's an up and coming actor. We should take a look at. But uh, essentially, the idea is that story. She was like thirty six in this fictionalized version. She he was a seventh grade student. Um, they oh, okay. worked at That's a, so much better. Uh, it's so much better, right? Yeah. Uh, they worked at a pet store together. They end up like having sex and then fall in love. She leaves her husband. Like she has other kids. She had a whole family, like four kids, um, oh. which, which is much like similar to real life. Um, in this movie, they've they've grown up. They are seemingly a happy adult couple with like kids going off to college. And Natalie Portman plays an actress, much like Natalie Portman, and she is going to fictionalize their story. So she is visiting them to kind of get to know Julianne Moore and like what their story was like. And uh, it's a really weird movie. It's uh, it's a, a slow burn. Uh, it's a lot of like sus- not suspense. It's more of just like it's not thriller. It's like uh, uneasiness. Um, it's mm. like a, a feeling of like for, foreboding. It's like uh, and a gross feeling too, right? Because it's like this this relationship that was based on like a child, you know. So um, Julianne Moore and Natalie Portman are fantastic in it. Natalie Portman, like in the trailer and stuff, that's what I recommend really is watching the trailer because it's really freaky. She starts to like make her face shapes, kind of like Julianne Moore. Like you can really mm. see like that acting process um, of how she kind of like envelops a, a real person into a character. Mm-hmm. Um, she like tries to say stuff like her and throughout the movie, she, she's around her more. So she starts acting and looking like Julianne more and more, more and more. Ha. Um, <laughs> and, uh, and, uh, it's weird. It's, it's kind of similar to like black Swan. Like it's that type of like uneasy, you know, kind of weird movie. Um, I didn't know the director, the writer director, um, 
No, no, sorry. Different writer. Uh, directed by Todd Haynes. When I looked him up, though, I was like, oh, this totally makes sense for the movies I know him from. So um, he did another Julianne Moore movie um, called Far From Heaven in 2002. I think it's like I think it's like she's like a 50s housewife and learns her husband's like gay behind her back sort of thing. Uh, he made another movie called Carol in 2015 that stars uh, Kate Blanchett and Rini Mara, Mara who, uh, where she's like a housewife who falls in love with a, another woman, a younger woman. So he, he plays a lot of this like kind of sexual intrigue and these weird stories and like these character moments and stuff. But I've never seen a single thing he's done. Uh, he did Velvet Goldmine in the late 90s, which I've heard of before with like Ewan McGregor. Um and uh, I can't really, I'm trying to look it up, but I can't remember the, uh, the main guy's name in that. But uh, just a weird, weird movie. And it maybe after watching this, I was like, OK, I kind of get what he's going for. And it's not really my thing. It's not that mm-hmm. it's a bad movie. Super well acted. Uh, it's very creepy, but just didn't quite work for us overall. Um, but uh, it did have some, you know, some memorable moments from from both of the, the main actors and stuff. So uh, very weird story, obviously. Uh, there's a lot of blurring of lines in this movie and uh, it takes some some really weird things. But um learning about the real story as well it's a major ick factor right it's so weird yeah. uh one of the and i said some of the weird things that like, popped up to me that it was just like so creeped out by like the getting caught having having sex with him in the car like he's so young um they give a, they give the guy back like they get caught and they go this is real life the mary Kay letourneau story they get caught they go to the police station they call his mom his mom is like well that's his teacher so give him back and so they like let her take him after that like the cops did mm. It's just also weird. And then I found out not only was she his sixth grade teacher, she was also his second grade teacher. Like she had changed in the meantime. And mm. I was like, what the fuck? It was so weird. And they take that, this real life salacious story, and they make this movie. Uh, so my last little thoughts about this, it's a, it's a weird tone. Obviously, everything I've said, a weird story and everything. But May, December, it has like a score that's very cheesy and weird and it almost plays out like it's a tv movie like a cheesy lifetime movie of this like weird crazy story mm-hmm. but they play a hundred percent straight serious like with great actors but the music and the tone are like oh you're watching a tv movie right now so it's just really weird like a man and i were both just like what the fuck we just witness you know uh again mm-hmm. i can't say it's terrible it's just not our cup of tea but um mm-hmm. yeah so may december uh there you go christmas movie apparently wow so did you guys end up getting in the christmas spirit is that what i'm hearing <laughs> did it work i don't think this one helped us get there okay but um yeah we'll see if we can get back to that uh, that mood but uh this was not it man you know we record the uh, the outtakes before right. uh, we, we start the show, and now it really it casts this weird sinister tone over what we <laughs> oh what transpired no, in the outtakes. Like no, he's not. No, no, no. He's just you know an immortal being. A, so no, he's. <laughs> I think the the character that that people will meet the uh-huh. the new the new lovely character uh, in the outtakes. Uh, he seems like he's uh, he's never actually had sex. I think. In a, in a I, fine yeah. way, you know. Yes, yeah. <laughs> like he's cool he's still it. he he's heard about it. He just doesn't seem like yeah. it's uh, his cuppa, you know. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Much like this movie to me. So, uh... <laughs> <laughs> how wild! Wow, I had no idea this movie uh, even existed. There and look, you go. this is we're post uh, writers and actors strike now right. at this point, you know. And this movie just came out in twenty twenty three. Wait, when when did it come it, out? I think it literally just came out. Uh, oh, no, it says May 20th. I, it seemed oh, like okay. uh, 
it was like just released the other day i thought but uh because it was like a, okay a, you know on netflix and everything but um yeah perhaps well, look perhaps it was it, out earlier if it came out in May, hey. and because of the strikes, they couldn't talk about it, it's December now, and they should be getting back out there. But also, people are like, well, maybe not. It's kind of gross. It's kind of... Well, to be up. honest, I don't know why it's called May-December. Um, Isn't I don't that think like... Their names wait. aren't May or December. They, Isn't that I what you, you call a uh, a romance where you're like wildly different ages or something like that? A May-December romance? I, think I had so. no idea. That, that sounds... Per, that sounds right. It it seems like the uh-huh. the op you know it's the opposite part of the month you know so May <laughs> is one opposite and then yeah. the other opposite is uh, December you know five and twelve opposite on a calendar and a watch. A lot of people don't know that. You know, actually, that kind of makes sense now that you mention it. So, yeah, I I had no idea that was a term. Perhaps it is. I'm trying to look it up right now, but of course I can't. Uh, yeah, age <laughs> disparity in sexual relationships. Oh, okay. There, there you, you go. go, man. I had no idea. Yeah. Well, I learned something from you that I didn't <laughs> learn in the two hours of that movie. How about that? <laughs> it would be funny if, like, you thought the entire time that Julianne Moore's character's name was made December. <laughs> I kept waiting for them to say it, and they never did. It was so weird. And then, like, at a certain point, she calls in her nephew, Peter. He's like, oh, wait, is she Aunt May December? Wait, hold up. This is, this is fucking wild, dude. It's fucked I was, up. I was wondering where your joke was going for Peter December. I was like, what's that going to be? Is that <laughs> yeah. your porn name? I don't understand. <laughs> well, uh, Stephen. Amazing. Um, mm-hmm. In uh, November, we had, uh, you know, some some things going on. Uh, we had a skip week in there. Right. Then we had our, our, uh, our new friend, uh, Daniel Epler, come on and talk to us. And That's so right. I, I didn't want to bring this up Hello. and interrupt the flow of that episode mm. uh, where we talked about uh, 2023 being the anniversary year of, of certain things. Um, but I did watch a trilogy in That's November right. uh, that I want to mention on here. Now um, I'm, I am a movie and like a third into my December trilogy, which okay. I will talk about next time. But I, I definitely want to talk about the November trilogy. So mm-hmm. it's um, what I would refer to as an action-adventure franchise. Okay. Right? And I'm going to see if you can guess it. Action-adventure franchise. Okay. Uh, family-friendly. And okay. uh, stars... The Mummy. <laughs> no. Hmm. It stars um, Dustin Hoffman. It stars Wait. David a Cross. Uh-huh. Say it again. <laughs> like what part of the, it? The last name. What was it? Dustin Hoffman and who? D- uh, Dustin Hoffman, David Cross, Jackie Chan. What the fuck are you talking about? What if I throw in Seth Rogen to help clarify things? For I can't a trilogy. What about Angelina Jolie? Nah, is this a animated? Uh huh. That's probably that, where you're losing me. Okay. You know what? Maybe if I throw in the lead actor of this franchise, that would help. Uh, okay, what if yeah. I say Jack Black? <gasps> Kung Fu Panda? Kung Fu Panda. Yes. Dude. All right. Yeah. Cool. All right. Have you seen any of the uh, the Panda's Kung Fu? I have not. This is a similar story for me, Brief, that uh, much like the uh, Toothless, um, How to Train Your Dragon. Yes. Uh, my brother Danny, huge fucking fan of Kung Fu Panda, uh, at least the first oh, one. 
Yeah. I imagine the rest of them as well. And I, it was one of those things like he loved it so much and I just didn't think it would like, I, I love Jack Black, but I never thought it looked that great. Um, and I was like, oh, once he said that, I was like, oh, I'll watch that with Danny eventually. Kind of like I wanted to watch How to Train Your Dragon with him or with you because you both love that so much. So, uh, yeah, I still have never watched that. There's a new one coming out, right? What? Is it really? Yeah. They just released like a teaser trailer like the other day. God damn it. No, like, I had no four? idea. There I know they they had a, um, like an animated series and everything. And like okay. the animated series, I caught like bits and pieces of on... Uh, like Nickelodeon or whatever, mm-hmm. wherever it aired. I was like, holy shit, they got Jack Black to come in and do the voice for this like little kid show. And they didn't. It was the uh, the Soundalike guy who uh, provided the voice of Slappy, the fucking devil puppet or whatever, in the second yeah. Goosebumps movie. Like, this guy sounds just fucking like Jack Black. That's awesome. It's incredible. It's like a voice double. Um, it, it, he only shows up fully nude, just in case. Oh, of course. Just in case they need to capture it, you know. <laughs> Um, but Kung Fu Panda is one of the, uh, like how to train your dragon is like a, a special DreamWorks franchise to me, Mm. you know, like I, I, I love Pixar. I love Disney, but I feel like how to train your dragon is like right up there with, with those. They just have like a ton of heart. The humor hits. I love all the, uh, the voice cast and everything. Um, uh, Kung Fu Panda, I've had only up until recently seen the first two, Mm-hmm. And I I liked both of them, but I it had been such a long time that I thought, oh, you know what, let me go back and just watch all of them together for my my trilogy in November. Right, and that's what I did. Uh, first movie, look, we meet Poe, you know, voiced by Jack Black. He's a uh, a panda bear, pretty inept, not not really good at anything in his his village in China. His dad obviously is a goose. We were all thinking about it. Um, <laughs> Don't even don't even fret. Uh, and then, like, eventually he meets, like, the five, which is, like, China's homeland defenders. And uh, is voiced by Seth Rogen and Jackie Chan, Angelina Jolie, um, Lucy Liu, and then oh, David nice. Cross. They play various animals, like a, a monkey, tiger, um, like a praying mantis, you know, other, other creatures. Mm-hmm. And um, kind of, uh, long story short, Dustin Hoffman, he's like the the master. He's like a, the master splinter of the whole series. Mm. And uh, a long time ago, uh, he fought and imprisoned this like l- snow leopard, like evil character or whatever. Mm-hmm. Eventually, that character escapes. He's coming to the village to seek his revenge. And the five have to like uh, protect the village. But um, because of a uh, like um, uh, an elder's vision, no, they need to find the one. They need to find the dragon warrior to protect the land and uh poe ends up being that dragon warrior but it's really very much a thing where it's like oh you're choosing this guy like even he thinks this like oh it can't be me i'm like schlubby i don't don't really like do anything well but eventually uh he he trains hard enough and uh eventually he fights ian mcshane's leopard character oh god i love ian mcshane oh there's so many people in this fucking movie jeez you you think that's something steven Mm uh so the the second film has uh, as a villain Gary Oldman. He plays Damn. a peacock, a deadly fucking peacock. Of course, it's all he would be. Of course, obviously. Like, I I feel like that's almost stunt casting a little bit when uh, whenever like big name actors get cast in these these movies. I'm like, ah. I feel like you're trying to sink too much star power into it that sure. it, it like the story itself is it going to be good so you're like well we'll lure people in we'll tr- essentially trick people into seeing this movie with a voice cast 
but it fucking works here. You know, like uh-huh. Gary Oldman. Yeah. Okay. He's, I mean, he's fucking good. Right. And right. he's like, he's got some like pretty funny parts. He's, he, even as a villain, he's got charisma, you know, mm-hmm. to play this little dopey peacock. And it has one of my like favorite joke jokes. Jokes. Angelina Jokely. <laughs> uh, one of my favorite jokes um, uh, in the second movie where uh, Poe, he shows up for a final showdown, but he like lands on a building in a distance and he's like, give this like heroic speech, but it's like so far away that the villain can't hear him. He's like, wait, what is he saying? And it sounds, <laughs> it sounds minuscule, but it is like pretty solid. It's like one of those That's things awesome. you don't really think about until you see it on film, but it's uh, pretty solid. Nice. And then, um, like I said, his this giant panda's father is this goose, right? Mm-hmm. So you hear that uh, in this this movie, you you see through flashback that the peacock Gary Oldman's Oldman's character terrorized this village of pandas, and eventually his parents to spare their baby uh, put him in like a bassinet down a river, mm-hmm. and it floated, and the this goose found him and took him in. So. That's where the third movie takes us is to meet Poe's actual family okay. and his uh, the villain of this movie voiced by J.K. Simmons. He's Damn. just like fucking ox. And then his father, Poe's father, mm-hmm. also a Jack panda. Blacks. OK. Yep. Voiced by Brian Cranston. And holy wow. shit. If they're like two like older male, like white hunks in the planet. Right. right. You fucking nailed it, you know? Yeah. So it details the relation. I'd watch that movie. Yeah. Somewhere Jesus got a shiver, you know? (laughs) (laughs) Nailed it. Oh, shit. Um, But uh, yeah, so the the third movie details Poe's relationship with his like actual like blood, like father. Mm -hmm. And uh, there's uh, some drama that comes from that because Mm. it's not uh i don't know i would just say watch these movies you know uh they're all like very good and they really like build on themselves uh, very linearly Mm -hmm. in a a mythology that makes sense and kind of tracks across the three films and i was really impressed with it i like the third one quite a bit um and you could tell that the the level of animation has has really improved over the course of those three movies um and man if they're making a fourth one i will be so excited because i i'm so intrigued i really like these three yeah like the fact that you did this for your trilogy and then uh they just released it and you had to wait for various reasons to talk about Mm -hmm. it for november for for right now uh and then now you get to uh you know get a new one the the part four is going to be released on march 8th 2024 oh my god uh it says villain the chameleon the chameleon uh that's all i know so far it does show some people in it, but the the main thing I was going to tell you is that um, if you look it up, if you look up Kung Fu Panda 4, the, I haven't seen the trailer yet because I don't watch these movies, so I didn't watch it, but mm-hmm. it looks like a panda with a like chameleon skin, oh. uh, and it's like creepy looking. Holy like, shit. That. But yeah, so it's, I, I wonder uh, what this one, where this one's going or whatever, but um, yeah, that's one I, I forget about this franchise 
because I'm not super into animated stuff. You know, we talk about that, but um, mm-hmm. and especially not like Pixar stuff. That's that's kind of a bread and butter. And outside of that, it's always been a hit or miss. And then I realized I have seen half of How to Train Your Dragon now, and it's really good. And eventually, <laughs> I'm going to finish the first one, and then there's more. And then yeah. this one too, I just never, never fully got into, but, uh, it has tons of good people in it. We talked about that too. Like you, you know, like the Mario movie, right? Like, uh, mm-hmm. we talked about the stunt casting for people and so many actors and it's like, sometimes it's nice to have voice actors that are really good at this shit, but there are reasons like why those people are actors and their voices are generally really good. And it, you can get excited about that too. Um, mm-hmm. it goes either way, but, uh, um, and Jack Black in general, I mean, he's one of my very faves. What a, what an awesome dude. So yeah um, he had a, a, a voice in both you know he's bowser yeah. in the mario movie yeah right yeah so have you that, seen it yet uh, i still haven't seen that no it showed up on netflix the other day the super yeah. mario brothers um so i thought about it but uh yeah i've still haven't checked it out yet speaking of uh italians do you know how they pronounce netflix in italy no netflix <laughs> oh i actually uh, believe that yeah that's pretty good do uh do they do you think instead of like uh netflix and chill over there what, what would what would they call that netflix in the fuck oh. <laughs> i thought it was gonna be netflix and it's spaghetti oh no yeah that's what they say when they're coming <laughs> grandma special sauce yeah oh material <laughs> amazing well that's yeah. good man uh so the uh the trilogy for november was a winner then it was yeah i lucked out there um you know i i, I will go back at the uh maybe the beginning whatever the 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 an early episode in uh, 2024 mm-hmm. and kind of recount everything that i've, I I've watched say, for the year and see like kind of works out the best if this is like all the stuff i'm doing month to month there's still like other trilogies uh i i, I may have woven in between like kind of for the year maybe yeah, spread yeah. across several months um that i uh want to mention there as well but uh yeah that's, i would love to hear a recap soon of uh mm-hmm. you know which ones you like i forget which ones you watched which ones yeah. you liked uh how the experiment kind of went and overall was mm-hmm. it like a too much of a time you know uh i'm trying to think of a word but like not waste but like you know uh time sink like it was yeah. like you're just you're you're seeing a lot of time into it but um but overall, like, it's been fun. I, I've loved every time you've brought them up and, like, you know, to hear what you've been watching. So, mm-hmm. yeah, Super it's, fun, uh, you know, it's it's mostly been fun. Uh, it has been hectic on occasion, but, you know, I just do it to myself. I just, right. I just really <laughs> try to do too, too much, you know, but it's For all sure, worth man. it when, when three people listen to this episode and they're like, <laughs> yeah. hey, it could have been better, honestly, not my fave, but a hey, trilogy of people. I heard it. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. That's, that's my whole thing. It's like to try to bring in three listeners to our show. Right. For sure, man. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Um, well, that's great, man. Uh, I, I ended up having a blast on this. I think before the episode, you and I both said we were so tired. We're, we're in our tired era right now. Unfortunately, a lot of busy work and, um, just life in general. But, uh, when you get on here, it loosens up and it's so fun, man. It really is. And I, uh, you know, wish that everybody had this opportunity to just like, chill with their mm-hmm. friends you know even if it's over zoom you know right. even a, a remote chat like this to uh decompress and really kind of like recalibrate it really does a lot for one's uh being i will yeah, say right on, man. and look shout out to to all the people 
that have just year in shit going on, you know, at mm-hmm. work, at home, all of it involved. Right. Because uh, it's. Uh, we feel you. It, it's fucking intense, man. It really is, but it's almost over, I guess. All we have to do is simply change that calendar page, and it's yeah. all okay. As we yeah. all know, that's, that's right. how reality works. <laughs> you can change your entire being that with that one calendar page, you know? Look, I'm a little bit like hesitant to go into 24, because the last time mm. we had an even year, I don't, I don't bump my head, yeah. you know? And the, and the even year before that? The whole world shut down. No, that's fine with that. I mean, it's like okay, yeah. We probably we probably deserve that one. You know, <laughs> that one's on us. Man, the whole world got a bump on its head that year, and uh, yeah, it was a rough go. But um, mm-hmm. yeah, man, it's uh, it's always fun to 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 get on here and just kind of hang out a little bit. So yeah. Uh, and speaking of, well, we have two more episodes we're planning for the the rest of the year. Yeah, and um, well, uh, one one for this year, and then the first of the following year. We have two more episodes to record this year. Okay, yes, there we go. We're gonna re- the second episode we're recording this year. We're releasing a year from now. <laughs> no, okay, <laughs> is that what it is? <laughs> a year from now would be uh, in mid December of twenty twenty four. It's gonna be a flashback episode, <laughs> and you're like, "Wow, I really could have used this right at the beginning of the year." No, Steven I didn't mention you. something about the new Doctor Who being involved, right. so maybe that was it, I guess. Okay. Uh, but next week, we are planning yes. on doing a Christmas classic. Uh, oh, my God. That you suggested, and I, I would love for you to tell the world. <laughs> That's right. The, that was, uh, the dulcet tones of Gizmo. Hell yeah. One, I, mean, uh, I want to say Mr. Gizmo, but we don't know their yeah, gender. Yeah. yeah. Uh, just Gizmo. Just Gizmo. You know what? Mm-hmm. Just gizmo. What orientation uh, are you? I'm a gizmo. I'm a I gizmo. accept yeah. that. Yeah. yeah. Okay. All right. Asked and answered. Uh, yeah. So we are talking about gremlins from yeah, 1980. Uh, mm-hmm. Next week. We'll figure Do you it out know next week. Okay. Cool. Cool. Yeah. Uh, we won't worry about uh, it. 1980. Gremlins. 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 It was after the Goonies. So I'm thinking it was like, it must have been 85 or 86. Now I gotta look it up. Well, this is perfect because I misspelled Gremlins immediately. Spelled it with an H (gasps) instead of a G. What could it possibly be? Eighty-four. I was wrong. Eighty-four. Wow. Before, before Goonies. But anyway, yeah, eighty-four. Perfect. So that's a that's a good year. Now, listener, if you're thinking to yourself, "Oh, that's cool. You guys are releasing a special episode on Christmas Day because it's a Christmas movie." No, we're not. We're look. It's gonna be a day late. Okay. And a dollar short, but it's just in time for Kwanzaa. So, you know, get that community vibe going on. I don't look, you got a week to prepare for this fucking thing, right? So watch Gremlins over the next Mm -hmm. week. You probably already seen it. And then, you know, after Christmas is done, you got a present still waiting for you in the form of this podcast. And if you're thinking to yourself, that's not really a present. That's more like coal in my stocking. Well, Mm -hmm. did you have, have coal before? You might wow. need it for that furnace. <laughs> that's okay? like such a poor kid attitude. It really does. Yeah. <laughs> it is a present. It he is doesn't a present. Have it before. You didn't. Uh, he still gave Look, you something. Honestly, you get what you pay for. What's that you say? You don't pay for anything, and Stephen and I pay money to do this. Well, this is this is for us. 
You're welcome, baby. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I'm looking forward to it, man. You suggested that. Uh, I'm a big fan of Gremlins. As I said, I wasn't super into the holiday spirit this year, but uh, I yeah, Gremlins will help me get there, man. And um, it's dark. It's fun. Mm-hmm. It's uh, it's 80s awesomeness. So I'm looking forward to it, dude. I might even watch yeah. it tonight. Who knows? Oh, man. I'm, I'm looking forward to it. That's My wife and I were uh, talking, I think maybe a weekend or two ago, about our top three Christmas movies. Mm. And uh, Gremlins was certainly on my list. You uh, know? Right on, man. Yeah. We should, uh, we should do that next week, maybe. Top oh, okay. Three, yeah. Yeah. Top three Christmas movies. Uh, let's see. Gremlins, um, A Showgirl's Christmas. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Yeah. Um, top three Christmas movies. I'm writing that down. Cool. Cool. Well, um, yeah. Looking Wait, forward and, to and that, listeners, man. listeners, mm-hmm. let us know what your top three Christmas movies are as well. Maybe, uh, throw them in the comments of this, uh, Instagram post. Let us know what you think. <laughs> yeah. Has anybody doing, doing that lately? I never checked. I don't know. You know we'll you know we'll probably it. just get it in our text thread. That's, All right, cool, cool, cool. that's, that's just how it works. I'm down with that too. Yeah. Uh, whatever yeah. people want to do. Yeah. Uh, as usual, if you'd like to contact us, Instagram is the best way, but uh, you can find more info in the show notes. You can also rate and review us on your favorite podcast apps. Five stars is also appreciate, always appreciated. Sorry, I scratched my nose just now and I'm about to cry. And uh-huh. it just got, you know how sensitive it is right there and you just try to get a quick little, ooh. Why, Stephen, it it's the urethra of the face. <laughs> <laughs> um amazing but uh yeah uh come back next week for uh for our christmas episode a mm-hmm. day late and uh, a dollar short of gremlins looking forward to it man absolutely absolutely excellent well uh man it was a blast uh getting to know you today you know oh, I didn't thank know you, you like I, garden look I, I i'm just glad you had me back it's always a delight to mm-hmm. uh show up on the podcast and uh talk to you about this you know so you're my so, number you know, one guest thank you i appreciate it <laughs> several uh, hundred weeks running i guess except for the ones yeah, i missed but that's it's pretty look, good not my fault but any day now yeah you might you might be out we'll see hey 24 is just around the corner you know that's right who knows yeah. what will happen yeah uh no there's no way i could do this with anyone else and uh i always always enjoy um talking to you and uh and hanging out and putting out the world for some it's reason so truly my favorite part of the week you know excellent yeah now editing's a different part yeah. of the story but like for <laughs> now i'm having fun <laughs> Right on. And you're like a top 10 of my week, so. Oh, same, that's good. Same as Hey, yeah. you know what? Did I have a top 10 before? I did not, so I'll take it. All right, man. Well, this is a blast, and until next time, I'm Steven. I'm Brent. And let's talk later. Let's record. On the number three. One, two, three, record. Oh, okay, we're recording here. Okay. That is perfect. Now, kids, this is how you record a potting cast. Oh. You want to make sure the soil is fertile? <laughs> and then plant your seed. Uh, Why is everyone laughing? Why is everyone <laughs> laughing? Everyone giggling. I don't care for it. I do like this, uh, this horticultural teacher you're making up here if you will yeah uh-huh yeah now t- today students we're gonna talk about hor- oh, oh. <laughs> to culture sorry sorry i gotta someone paged me Some- <laughs> someone paged me eight zero zero eight five okay now why is everyone laughing why
I love this teacher has a, a pager. <laughs> it is still currently. It kind of feels like you would, right? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It's perfect. <laughs> yeah. Do uh do you have a name, Mr. Oh boy. Oh, this is good. Hmm. Um Is it plant related or is it just totally totally made up? I feel like he he would be a type of teacher that would uh Maybe he's like a substitute teacher, you yes. know? He steps in into roles. He's constantly way in over his head. <laughs> Can't really like, doesn't have really enough information. Just feeling his way out for a given day. He likes to pretend in his head that he's prepared to relay information, but right. he don't really know anything, you know? Yeah, not at all. Mm-hmm. All I- right, Kit. So today <laughs> we're going to be working on our, I'm told, student driving. Now, I take it to to mean that you are the students and you'll you'll be driving so what i've got here is some brake lines i've cut out of my own car <laughs> now these you want to make sure are intact filled with fluid all the time okay guys i just you can't laugh when i say fluid you can't do that that's disgusting so he gets in sexual uh, uh word smithing uh on accident in every class right. no matter what it is stumbles upon that uh-huh. he's got a pager Mm-hmm. substitute how old do you think this gentleman is what are you imagining uh, oh he i feel like he's like uh an amorphous age like he's, mm. he's uh <laughs> he's looked 63 since he was 20 years old right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and however old you think he actually is it's always just a bit older right, than right. that and you're always just like oh he looks terrible for you know x amount of years you know right for sure i love it yeah <laughs> Did you guys hear about Mr. Shardle? I I get I guess he Mr. was 96 Shardle. years old and he was like way older. He was way older. It's like actually I'm I'm 26. I'm 26. Yeah. <laughs> you look like shit, dude. All right, guys, come on. Come on now. Hey. We can't be talking like that. Oh my god. Oh my goodness. Mr. Shardle. That's it. Mr. Shardle. I love it. That's him. Sync word? <laughs> okay, sure. That's quick. <laughs> All right, let's sync with Mr. Shortle on three. One, two, three. Mr. Mr. Shortle. Okay, student. Hey, come on. (laughs) Guys, it's it's my given name. Guys, it's everyone. Stop giggling. Who came over to Ellis Island? They were like, oh, you guys are are Shortles for sure. (laughs) They were giving it. (laughs) You you got, yeah. You came over here. Your pants were just ruined. Ruined pants. Hey, it it was a close quarter boat, you know? Mm-hmm. few bathrooms lots of people you got to do what you got to do we got the most spacious luxury liner that there was at the time mm-hmm. it was just a junk boat but there was just like a couple of people out there it's me my mama and my papa we came over from the old country which one um a non-problematic one we came over <laughs> Just covered in turds. Doused in turds, they oh, called us. Oh, man. But a new they life like, awaited you in the new world. It did. And now I'm here. How Have <laughs> I been alive for centuries? Yeah, I don't know. Probably. <laughs> probably. Anyway, let me tell you about this new episode of Matlock I was watching last night. Oh, my God. Okay, so in the extended lore of Mr. Shardle now, <laughs> he's immortal. <laughs> Yeah, he's but, an immortal being. But he's a substitute teacher. Right. 
like if you think about it, you know how like in movies and stuff, people are like want the uh, the fountain of youth to live forever or right. whatever. Like, okay, but like, what are you gonna do? You still uh, are like, you could still, still work. get like bullets still hurt you. You know, like right, and you still get colds. You know, Man. you probably get upset tummies. Yeah, you're just gonna have like <laughs> yeah. several centuries worth of just like barely not shitting your pants yeah. to do. You know, I don't like, know. I don't know. The the shardles I've met in my life um, have actually some st- some steel stomachs. You could say, you know, they, oh, can, really? they can hold their own. Yeah, and by that I mean their poop. Well, that's good to hear, Stephen. <laughs> Thank you for sharing that with the class. Now, look. I'm not proud of this, but I'm Stephen. I'm going to have to have you teach the class. I have just shit my pants, Uh-oh. and I need to excuse myself. Now, if someone could point me toward the bathroom, that would be very helpful to me because um, not to be too gross about this, but <laughs> it has liquefied. <laughs> it is about the rooster tail out of my pants. It's about to propel me. I'm a I'm a light man. Oh my goodness. Well, it's good though because no one no one can uh, make a, a worse nickname than Shardle. You know it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and nobody wants to. He's a nice guy. I hear. Yeah. 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 Like yeah. he's a good sub. He lets you watch TV. He does. Yeah. He, he just cart. he doesn't know how to. He he wheels in the the uh, the projection TV. That has the VCR, uh-huh. like duct tape to it. Oh yeah, it's the only and way he's to do it. constantly trying to figure out how to put a DVD into it. It's <laughs> <laughs> like you don't get it, dude. I'd say a Blu-ray, but I feel like he would just be like, uh, just wildly confused about it. Right. He's like, even he, though it's like the same general thing. He's been a uh, he's been alive for a long time. He's over technology. You know, he was never into yeah. it. So it keeps getting mm-hmm. worse, and he's like, man. I thought it peaked with VHS, and it's mm-hmm. all been downhill from there. You know, my favorite medium to watch a movie is by laser dicks. <laughs> Anybody uh, here know about laser dicks? It was incredible, incredible technology. It was like a an LP record. You would uh, watch half a movie, exactly half a movie. It would pause mid-syllable. You pop that bad boy out, you flip it around, put it back in, finish the syllable. You know, oh. ah, I love laser dicks. <laughs> He just doesn't know. He doesn't know. He's been saying it wrong. His whole mindset is like, he's going to outlive everyone anyway. Right. So he's like, "Eh, I'm just not even going to try it very hard at all. I would like Mm -hmm. to also make a a future version of this, you know, whatever this is, where he he is alive Mm -hmm. in like 24, 23 centuries from now. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) You know, and by then, maybe he finds a way to finally, you know, maybe he fakes his death. And you look at his gravestone, and he's actually, by that point, changed his names to Laser Dicks Shardle. <laughs> he's just said that word so many times. He's yeah. like, is this my name? He's forgotten. Is it? He's, he dies as uh, Shardle's Laser Dicks. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Shardle's Laser Dicks. That is definitely in the running for the title. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> Are we still in the outtakes? Who is this still the outtakes? I Who think knows? So. Right. I think so. Okay, cool. Cool. You're really good at that. I, I, it's not my first time. Yeah, yeah, I can tell.
Who's pregnant? L P A S.